On this week's show, another comeback lockdown is upon us, dynamite still a hit, and more. Welcome to BTS This Week for the week ending September 27th, 2020. I'm Carrie, a.k.a. BTS Mama Bear, and I'm your host. I hope everyone's had a great week this week. Um, actually, been a halfway decent week for me, <laughs> considering the pandemic is still here. Uh, I took a look at the listener stats for the last six weeks, and um, I noticed that my listener numbers have gone way up the last few weeks. And for the last six weeks running, most listeners have been from India. So hi to the Indian Army. Thank you so much for listening. I think that's so cool. And keep listening. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So here we go. Go ahead and get started with the data drop. In the Soup BTS version, Episode 5 behind-the-scenes photos were released this week, as was the the behind-the-scenes video. Um, Again, this is video on demand, so you have to pay for it. But if you have, you can go and watch the the behind-the-scenes video. I'll have a link in the show notes at btsthisweek.com. Also released this week was Episode 6, titled Together and On Their Own. Uh, The big thing in this episode is um, a scene with Taeyong and uh, Jungkook, so definitely want to check that out. Again, link in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. Also released this week was Learn Korean with BTS episode 29, titled I Hope You Are Happy, and it's basically teaching us how to talk about our future hopes. Um, Pretty much, I think we're heading towards the end of this series of videos. Uh, So, you know, a lot of these last ones are talking about, helping us talk about our hopes for the future. So definitely check that out. Again, that is on Weverse. On YouTube, BT21 posted... uh, Original story episode one, Chimmy and Chief, and it's the background story of uh, the relationship between Chimmy and Chief. Um, I'm going to preface, uh, warn you that this is kind of a sad video. Um, also, I don't know if Chief really deserves a lot of sympathy. Somebody posted something on Twitter that made me look at the video in a completely different way. But it's on YouTube. Link in the show notes. Let me know what you think of the video. Also, on the uh, BTS EDU YouTube account, they posted a Speaking Pen User's Guide video. Uh, They posted four uh, versions in English, Korean, Japanese, and Spanish. And I'll have links to all of those in the show notes. On the Billboard charts for the week ending September 26th, on the Billboard 200 album charts, Map of the Soul 7 was number 56 and Love Yourself Answer number 142. On the Billboard Top Album Sales chart, 7 was number 10, Map of the Soul Persona, number 37. Seven, The Journey was number 38. Answer, number 55. Love Yourself Tear, number 77. And Love Yourself Her, number 88. 
On the Billboard Hot 100 this week, Dynamite was steady at number two. Yay! That is four weeks in the top ten. And Monday we'll find out the new numbers. I know that there's a push on Twitter for it to repeak at number one. We shall see. On the Billboard Digital Song Sales Chart, Dynamite was number one, and Blueberry Eyes, Max, featuring uh, Youngie, is number 22. Blueberry Eyes, great song. Uh, Max and his wife have released uh, videos uh, about learning uh, Youngie's verse in Korean. They learned the Korean, and uh, there's also a, a making of the video, uh, video up on YouTube. So, very cool. Blueberry Eyes, awesome song. Stuck in my head all week. On the Billboard Pop Songs Radio Airplay Survey chart, Dynamite was number 16. It is getting played on the radio. Um, every week, it goes up on that chart. So, that means more stations are playing it, and they're playing it more often. So, hopefully, that means a longer stay in the top 10. On the Billboard Global 200, that's the new chart I talked about last week, Dynamite, number two, Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 179. On the Billboard Global excluding the United States, Dynamite is number one, Boy With Love featuring Halsey is number 111, and Stay Gold, number 190. On the Billboard Social 50 this week, BTS is number one for the 197th week. They have been on this chart for 206 weeks total. Side note, TXT is at number 6 and Max number 13. On the Billboard Artist 100 chart this week, BTS is number 2. On the Billboard World Albums chart, Map of the Soul 7 is number 1. It has been number 1, I believe, for 23 weeks. Uh, Love Yourself Answer, number 2. Seven the Journey, number 5. Persona, number 9. Tear, number 10. Her, Number 14, and Wings, my favorite BTS album, has re-entered the world album charts at number 15. Side note, TXT's The Dream Chapter Eternity is number 7. On the World Digital Song Sales Chart, Filters number 5, My Time is number 6, and Euphoria number 22. And finally, on the Billboard Canadian Hot 100 Singles Chart, Dynamite is number 15. And on the Japanese Hot 100 Singles, it's number 3. Also on the Japanese Hot 100 Singles Chart, Stay Gold is number 33. Boy With Love featuring Halsey is number 90. And Your Eyes Tell, number 92. On the Rolling Stone Charts for the week ending September 24th, on the Top 200 Albums, Map of the Soul 7 is number 167 with 5.2 thousand album units. Uh, and Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, is number 187 with 4.7 thousand album units. On the Top 100 Songs chart, Dynamite is number 11 with 80.8 thousand song units and 7.7 .7 million song streams. And on the Artist 500 chart, BTS is number 28 this week with 29.1 million song streams. On the UK charts for the week ending October 1st, Dynamite has gone up on the UK singles chart. It is up to number 19 this week, so it is making a research. Uh, on the singles sales chart, it's number 8. That's up from number 32 last week. And then on the downloads chart, it's number 7, which is up from 31 last week. So UK Army, awesome work. On the Amazon U.S. chart for September 27th, I checked it at about 3.30 p.m. Central Time. On the Best Sellers chart, School Love Affair Special Edition, number 112. That comes out uh, middle of next month, I believe, middle of October. And then Map of the Soul 7, number 134. On the Amazon U.S. New Releases chart, School Love Affair Special Edition, number 59. And on the U.S. bestsellers of 2020 so far, Map of the Soul 7 is still number one. On the Amazon Digital Bestsellers in Songs chart, Top 100 Paid, Filter is number one, My Time, number three, Euphoria, number four, Dynamite, number eight, Dynamite Retro Remix, number 27, 
Dynamite Slow Jam Remix, number 38, Dynamite Bedroom Remix, number 41, and Dynamite Midnight Remix, number 47. Definitely, if you're looking to buy um, the single, you might want to concentrate on Amazon because it is not doing as well as it is on uh, Billboard. Now, number eight's nothing to sneeze at, but I think we could get to number one. And then all the Amazon digital bestsellers of 2020 so far songs, uh, Filters, number one, My Time, number four, Dynamite, number 10, On, number 29, Dynamite Instrumental, number 47, On Featuring Sia, number 68, Dynamite Acoustic Remix, number 79, and Euphoria, number 83. On the YouTube charts for the week ending September 24th, on the Top Songs Global chart, Dynamite, number one. Woohoo! And then on the U.S. Top Songs chart, it's number seven. On the Global Top Music Videos chart, the Dynamite Official Music Video is number four, and the Dynamite 70s Remix, number 59. On the U.S. Top Music Videos chart, the Dynamite Official Music Video is number 20. On the top artist chart global, BTS is number three, and on the U.S. chart, they're number 22. Over the past seven days on YouTube, BTS has had 304 million global plays. Indonesia's the top country view-wise with 33.9 million, and Dynamite's the top song with 90.3 million. Bangtang TV channel now has 37 million subscribers, and BTS has joined the top 10 most viewed artists on YouTube across all official videos. We have a few big milestones this week. Uh, Mike Drop Steve Aoki Remix has reached 750 views. Idol, also 750. The Dynamite official music video has reached 400 million. It's the fastest music video by a group or an Asian act to pass this milestone. The On Kinetic Manifesto film, 260 million. Eight, which is IU featuring Yugi, 90 million. Dynamite B side music video, 70 million. Inner Child, the audio, 20 million. And Blueberry Eyes, Max featuring Yugi, 10 million. Like milestones for this week, Dynamite is now the most liked music video in uh, YouTube history by group. It has surpassed 18 million and is on its way to 19. On Spotify for the week ending September 24th, on the Spotify Global 200 Weekly, Dynamite's number four, Boy With Love featuring Halsey, it's number 185. On the Spotify US 200 Weekly, uh, Dynamite is number 12. And as we talked about at the top of the episode, India. Most listeners were from India last week, so we're going to look at the India 200 Weekly. Dynamite, number one. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 56. On, number 104. Stay Gold, number 161. And Fake Love, number 196. Good work, Indian Army. BTS now has 23 million followers on Spotify, and they have gained 4 billion streams in 2020 so far. Speaking of streams, the stream milestones this week, Fake Love, 360 million, Dynamite, 200 million, On, 140 million, Butterfly, 110 million, Trivia Seesaw, 90 million, My Time, 70 million, Stay Gold, 60 million, and Day Chita, 50 million. On SoundCloud for the week ending September 27th, on the most played pop songs for all countries, Still With You is number one, 10,000 Hours, number two, Winter Bear, number eight, Scenery, number 15, Four O'Clock, number 17, Tonight, number 18, and Euphoria, DJ Swivel Forever Mix, number 36. On the U.S. Most Played Pop Songs chart, Still With You is number 32. Social metrics for BTS for the week ending September 26th from Next Big Sound. There were 15.2 million Twitter mentions. That was up 2.4% from the previous week. 
Retweets were at 2.2 million, way down from the previous week, 47%. I know BTS hasn't tweeted much, but we definitely need to go in on the old tweets from them and retweet those. Twitter followers were up by 194.1 thousand this week for a 29.2 million total. That's up uh, 5.9% from the previous week. Um, Facebook page likes, for some reason, on Next Big Sound, when I checked, that was blank. So don't know what those numbers were for last week. Wikipedia page views, there were 71.4 thousand. That's up 15.9%. That is awesome. And then song kick followers, there were an additional 1622 for a 513.1 thousand total. And that was up 10% from last week. We had quite a few number of uh, new Bangtang TV videos this week. There was a Bangtang bomb, which was uh, the dynamite stage cam for the Today Show. Uh, there was a special announcement, Fortnite times BTS. Basically, that remember we talked last week about the new choreography video was going to be uh, somewhere secret. Well, the, what was the secret was that it was going to debut in Fortnite, which was really cool. Uh, but the uh, announcement for that was a Bangtang TV video this week. There was um, a video posted by BTS. It was a log with the whole group discussing the new album. It was pre-recorded. Don't know exactly what date it was recorded, but it was a really cool video. Um, there was a Bangtang Bomb, the Dynamite stage cam from the NPR Tiny Desk concert. We're going to talk about that more in a little while. And then... They also posted the video of the speech at the 75th U.N. General Assembly. We will also discuss that in a little bit. Finally, there were two more logs. One was uh, Taeyong and Jungkook, and one was uh, Nam June. Uh, both were, I believe, I know, I know the Taeyong and Jungkook one was pre-recorded. They were discussing the video for the lead single for the new album, and then Nam June's was. Uh, it was dated uh, 9-27, but I'm not sure if it was actually live or if it was pre-recorded. A couple of additional data points to point out <laughs> to point out this week. Um, of course, we talked about last week that BTS received the Trailblazer Award from the Korean American Community Foundation. Well, the video that they sent to the 2020 Gala uh, to uh, accept the award was posted on YouTube, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Also, in Brazil, BTS won the MTV Millennial Awards uh, Fandom Award, so congratulations. And then numbers for Map of the Soul 7 were released and there have been an additional 10,000 copies sold. We are now currently in the U.S. at 985,000 copies. That's number two for album uh, pure album sales for 2020 so far. Uh, there is no reason why we can't hit 1 million by the end of the year, and that would be awesome. Also, finally, uh, if you recall last year, BTS was in Time's 100 Most Influential People uh, list, and Halsey wrote their profile, a really nice profile that she wrote. Well, this year, she's on the list, and BTS wrote her profile. So I'll have a link to that also in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. So, on to the news this week. The first story is a story we knew was coming, but we didn't know it was coming today. Uh, BTS and Big Hit announced the new album. The new album is going to be called B.E. Uh, they're releasing a deluxe edition. Uh, Pre-orders already started. Um, it's kind of expensive because it's this deluxe edition has got some really nice content we'll go over that in a minute but it's uh the new album is uh, b is going to be released on friday november 20th and the way they described it in the weverse press release says that it contains the most bts-esque music yet the latest story from bts begins by declaring that even in the face of this new normality our life goes on and imparts a message of healing to fans and to the world uh 
again, we've discussed this uh, several times, the fact that this is the album that BTS has directed themselves completely. From the concept all the way through to the music videos, everything uh, is being driven by the BTS members themselves. Like I said, pre-orders have already started on Weverse. They've also started on Amazon US. Uh, the way they des- uh, describe it in the press release on Weverse, it says that the deluxe edition will be printed in limited qualities for first-run print only. So, I suspect that at some point they're going to have just the BE album that, that would have the normal package, but this is a deluxe package that they're releasing uh, for this album. Now, like I said, pre-orders have already started. This is what they, uh, in the pre-order announcement on Weverse, this is what it says that it will contain. It's going to have a photo book, and the photo book is going to be pretty big. I believe it's, yes, it's over 100 pages. Then there's a making book, which is, you know, probably another 100 pages. Oh, no, I take that back. It's 32 pages, so not quite as big. There's a CD, of course. Then there's going to be a lyric poster and a regular poster. That's interesting. Uh, There's going to be eight photo cards. So that should be each member and then a group photo card. There'll be one Polaroid photo card and a photo frame and then seven postcards. So this is... um, this is quite a large package. And then, if you pre-ordered on Weverse, there's a gift. Let me see if I can find out what that is. But, you know, the basically, the, um, the pre-order gift, you can only get on Weverse because... Uh, the billboard rules are so strict now that they don't want to, uh, I believe you have to get on Weverse Global, uh, because they don't want it to affect the billboard bundling rules. So basically, in uh, if you order it from Global, it's um, you get a lyric note and postcard as a pre-order gift. Um, like I said, it's pretty expensive this time around. On uh, Global, if you buy the album there, it's $35 at uh, $35.46 US. And if you buy it on Global, keep in mind it will not count for Billboard. It'll count for um, uh, Guyon and it'll count for uh, Hanto, but it will not count for Billboard. So if you want an album to count for Billboard, you need to order that from Amazon or Weverse USA. Uh, pretty much that's all we know about the album at this point. Um, I imagine we'll get a comeback schedule probably the beginning of October, which is in a few days. Um, and again, got the you know the lockdown for uh, another comeback right after, right on the heels of Dynamite. Uh, there is no indication about whether Dynamite is on the album or not. So. Maybe not, since they're doing a, another music video on another lead single. But it might be. Who knows? Uh, what I find interesting is this is in November, in the middle of November. In the middle of October, we're getting a TXT comeback. Uh, their new album will be released. And if you watched Island, um, the band, uh, the, their name is In Hypen. And they're going to have their first album come out by the end of the year. So a lot of you know, big hit labels activity. Um, it will be interesting to to just to see if if you're like me and your army mower, you're going to be really busy for the next couple of months. And also, I'm you know I watched uh, I land and I kind of got attached to those guys, so I'll be following that that initial release too. So lots of stuff between now and the end of the year from big hit. But, again, if you want the album, you need to head over to um, Weaver Shop and order, order it there. Or, uh, like I said, they've released some retailer links uh, worldwide. For example, Amazon US. I'm sure, you know, am, you know Amazon 
UK and other 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 sites will have it, but there the deluxe edition it will be a limited run. So if you want that, you need to go ahead and pre-order it pretty soon. But we should get more information about the uh, comeback. Like I said, it, I would think earlier in October uh, rather than later. But since the release date of the album's not till November twentieth, uh, it could be around the middle of uh, October before we get that information. But definitely, if you want the deluxe edition, you need to go ahead and pre-order that. Next story, Dynamite is still sitting pretty on the charts. Uh, Dynamite is still doing really well. It, uh, As we discussed earlier, it's number one on the digital song sales chart in the U.S. and also the global excluding U.S. chart, that chart that Billboard basically made up. Um, and then... It's number two on the U.S. Hot 100 and the Global 200 that includes the U.S. chart information. Uh, in Brazil, on the Radio Disney chart, it's number three. It's number 11 in Belgium, number 17 in Australia. In the U.K., it's like we discussed before, it's back up to number 19, and that makes it the longest-running uh, hit for BTS on the U.K. Top 40, so that's awesome. Good work, U.K. Army. Uh, Netherlands, it's number 29. Uh, Italy, number 75. So it's still charting worldwide. And we're on this week in the U U.S. will be the fifth chart week. And we should know sometime Monday what the position is. Uh, in Korea, Dynamite's had its 14th win. That was at Music Bank. And that was the fourth week in a row for Music Bank. And the 15th win was at Music Core. Fifth week at that show. They have had um, 100, uh, BTS has had 105 music show wins overall their career. 31 of those were this year alone. In addition, uh, Dynamite has had, uh, as of recording, 560 perfect all kills. Um, don't know what that number will be by the time you listen, but it is the first song in Korean chart history to have over 500 perfect all kills. So that is amazing. And overall, career-wise, BTS has had 600. If this keeps racking them up, they could beat IU and have the record for the most perfect all kills career-wise. As we discussed earlier, the music video, the choreography music video, was released and it premiered on Fortnite uh, Royale. Um, I don't play Fortnite, so I just watched the Twitch stream online. But basically, they had the players could go down to this area. There was this virtual screen and it played the video. Pretty cool. Uh, of course, it, the choreography video is awesome. It counts towards the uh, the Billboard uh, streams f for the Hot 100, and it you know it's just like I said, it's a neat video. It was recorded on the um, the basketball uh, set from the main music video, uh, so it's pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Um, so basically, you know. They're getting ready for a comeback in the uh, middle of November. This is the uh, end of September. We're about to go into October. Dynamite is still charting worldwide. So, you know, it's entirely possible that this is just going to run right into the November comeback for me. But we shall see. Hey, rhymes. Um, but definitely... Make sure to continue to stream Dynamite. Continue to buy the single if you if you have not at this point, because you know we want it to stay on the charts for as long as possible. So on to the next story. Um, as we discussed last week and earlier, uh, BTS uh, spoke at the 75th UN General Assembly. There was a side panel that was about the pandemic and um, how it was affecting people. And, of course, the meeting was virtual. So BTS sent in a video where they um, f did their speech. And unlike the, 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 the first one, you know, when Nam June spoke for the group um, in person, the video allowed everyone to speak. So all the members spoke. And it was very, it was a very touching video because um, 
they discuss the pandemic and how it has affected them and how they individually have been affected and felt about it. And then they went on to discuss what they've done to maintain a positive outlook through all this. And it was a really, a really touching speech. Um, you know, in the end, uh, that they emphasize that, you know, life goes on. This one day, hopefully soon, will get better. And um, life goes on even during the pandemic. And we just have to find a way to live our lives the best that we can in the meantime and once the pandemic is over. There were, though, a few people who didn't get it. Um, There was um, a journalist from, I believe, The Economist, and she she retweeted the announcement that BTS was speaking at the UN, and all she said was, please no. Um, So, of course, people responded to that, ARMY responded to that, um, explaining that this actually was kind of a big deal. I responded, and basically what I said, because there's always this attitude that it's ARMY's bunch of little kids who just, you know, ah, teenage girls who scream for the cute Asian boys. Now, there is part of that in the fandom, and that's awesome. There, there is, there is no age that you shouldn't be in the fandom. Teenage girls should be in the fandom. Women my age, I'm 51, should be in the fandom. Everyone, men, boys, don't care. You know, non-binary. Anybody should be in the fandom that wants to be. Um, but there's this attitude that the fandom is teenage girl, screaming teenage girls. And the re- there's two reasons they do that. That's, that's ageism because they're saying if it's kids, it can't be important, which is a, not true anyway. Um, and then the second is women. If it's females, it can't be important. Again, not true. So, lots of people went on her Twitter uh, post and responded. I responded. I said, you you know, did you even listen to the speech? Um, because it was obvious she hadn't. Um, and then... Other journalists and people piled onto that to defend her from the horde of army who were being mean. Um, So, basically, that resulted in some discussion of micro uh, microaggressions. And and basically, you. The point is, is that you don't have to be doing big, horrible things to people to be xenophobic or racist. There are lots of small things that add up over time that you that people do to people. Um, and so one person who was defending this lady had said, why is, why is everybody, I'm not paraphrasing, why is everybody so upset over this little, you know, these little Korean boys? That's xenophobia because she's pointing out that they're Korean. Doesn't matter that they're Korean. And she's, and this is a word I always mispronounce, infantizing them um, by saying, oh, they're little boys. So they're, they're, they're stupid and they're little and they have nothing important to say. So that happened. And there, were, there was a really good article um, in Forbes by uh, Brian Rowley, who is he is a, he is a journalist without air quotes. He is a journalist, and he um, discussed what had happened, talked about the microaggressions involved, and um, I'm going to of course link to it in the show notes because it is an 
excellent article. Um, but I want to read part of it, even though I know you're going to go read it later. So, this paragraph. As professional members of the media, Wheatman, Hegarty, and McLevoy should have understood this context and known that their comments would be received poorly. Yet white critics often don't realize the extent to which their insensitive remarks hurt POC artists and fans because they have the luxury of not having to constantly think about or dodge these microaggressions. And even if they didn't mean for their BTS comments to hurt fans, they don't have the right to dictate how fans react to them. Also, implicit in these types of comments, particularly Hedridge's, uh, she was the one that talked about the little Korean boys, uh, is an insidious sexism and ageism. Uh, cr- uh, critics often dismiss BTS's musical and cultural achievements by arguing that their fan base consists solely of hysterical teenage girls who can't make informed decisions about music and pop culture. Not only is this faulty logic, Teenage girls are arguably the most important demographic among musical tastemakers, but it's also patently untrue. The BTS Army comprises people of all genders, ages, races, ethnicities, career fields, and socioeconomic statuses. It's fine to dislike an artist's music, but to deny the cultural significance of an artist, especially one that just spoke at the UN General Assembly, just because you dislike them is a fool's errand. And now, here's the money quote. This trend is hardly new. For decades, critics have refused to acknowledge certain artists as cultural phenomena because they didn't understand their appeal and instead lashed out at those artists and fans. But that behavior is rooted in insecurity and ignorance. Just because critics don't recognize the cultural significance of something doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And this point... At this point, BTS's ever-growing list of accolades speaks for itself, and baseless criticisms, oh no, and their passionate fans drown out their critics. In the face of baseless criticisms, fans can take solace in RM's words from the UN General Assembly, life goes on, let's live on. Yay, Brian. So... On to the next story. <sighs> BTS is taking over Jimmy Fallon. Uh, basically, uh, Jimmy Fallon announced this uh, weekend that BTS is going to take over the show for the entire week of the 28th. So, Monday through Friday. They're going to p- appear on every episode. Um, they're going to do a different music performance every night. And... It's going to be awesome. They're going to do, you know, an interview. They're going to do comedy bits. Uh, I think it's going to be, the comedy bits will probably be a lot like Run BTS, I have a feeling. Um, and so, basically, taking over the entire show. On Wednesday night, and that's the middle of the, the, uh, the stand, uh, on Wednesday night, they will be the lead guest, which means that basically the whole show is about them that night. Which is awesome, of course. Um, five nights of performances. I doubt seriously that you're going to perform uh, five remixes of Dynamite. So it'll be interesting to see what songs they choose to play. In a lot of their sets lately, they have played. Um, they've played Spring or yeah, played Spring Day, which is um, an awesome song, uh, and I. Th- wouldn't be surprised if that's one of the songs they perform. Um, our lead song, our intro song this week was Save Me, and that's because they performed Save Me um, this week. Um, and that may be one. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Of course, we have, you know, the, the um, virtual concert coming up. We're going to discuss that in a minute. But a whole week of Jimmy Fallon to you know, bring in the general public. Uh, It's amazing because everything that they do here in the States, they bring in more people, more people. Um, And so this will be another another, um, good opportunity 
to to bring in because you know we all used to be GPs you know you know before we were army so I'm excited about this and plus like I said Jimmy Fallon just loves them to death um, and he you know of course loves Jimin because Jimin uh, is the husband stealer I don't know if I've told y'all about that or not I have this theory that when everybody you know everybody female who is army and who's married once they get their husband to be army or at least sort of army it never fails that their <laughs> that their um, bias is Jimin my husband you know I wouldn't call him full-fledged army but he's getting there a little bit at a time and who is who's his favorite member yes Jimin so you know I'm not surprised that Jimmy Fallon and and all these hosts their favorite you know they their favorite member seems to be Jimin because that seems to be the case for at least adult American men that I've met <laughs> but um yeah, this is going to be really, really cool. It's a really good opportunity for some exposure. So definitely start uh, put that on your schedule each night um, to watch that. And Jimmy Fallon's really good about, you know, if you don't, you know, if you're not in the United States, you don't have access to the show that he puts um, up, you know, videos of his shows really quickly. So even if you're not able to see it as it airs um youtube will have videos because he's very good about posting videos of his shows so that's going to be awesome so next story bts performs everywhere uh this past week has been uh a great week for bts performances uh of course it started off with the tiny desk concert on npr they perform and save me was one of the songs they performed again our intro song this week spring day and of course dynamite um it was really neat um you know they i posted last week some examples of the pre-pandemic uh tiny desk concert where they do actually it's literally at a tiny desk at npr um so bts actually performed at a record store uh it's called vinyl and plastic and it's in seoul and that's where they did their performance and they used a live band which was really cool um but very 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 nice performance it was it was really cool and they broke the tiny desk record for views um in the first hour they broke the tiny desk uh, tiny desk record for 1 million views they did that in 33 minutes uh as a recording it has uh the video has 14 million views and 1.8 million likes should y'all go watch it and like it because it's awesome um they did a really nice uh write-up Stephen thompson from npr did uh about the uh performance talked about how they had been wanting to get them on um tiny desk but it just didn't seem to happen and then the pandemic set in so um like i said it's really 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 cool um also um there's an article i'm going to link to that talks about the live band and they're called ghost and they have performed before with the guys they performed when they were on saturday night live um some of their earlier concerts they had were with a live band and, and this band performed with them if you know doc skim uh he's uh the keyboard player um and he's a producer and helps out with a lot of the songs so um really cool that the live band played with them i thought that was a really nice touch and again a lot of people watched it and became army so that's always cool um but very good performance uh then they did the grammy museum interview and performance um so scott goldman from the uh the grammy museum uh did an interview and talked to them and you know talked about their music and and how they're again getting through the pandemic and then they performed uh dynamite which is always cool to watch um it's always a good song and again good exposure 
Um, and then finally, the Lot Duty Free uh, Family Concert was um, this weekend, and it I, th- I believe they said it was the 30th concert, family concert. They did say it was the 40th anniversary of Lot Duty Free, so it was a special occasion. Um, they performed Black Swan. Such a good performance, guys. It was so good. And then Make It Right and Boy With Love. Not sure why they didn't do Dynamite, since that seems to be, even in Korea, their big hit right now. But I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth. These were really good. Uh, Black Swan, excellent performance. So, of course, I'll have links to all these performances in the show notes so that you can go see them if you miss them. Uh, Definitely check all of them out because they were really really good uh the lot duty free um i'm gonna link to the full concert because not only was it uh bts but also lee hun and uh txt and girlfriend and one other person whose name has skipped my brain i apologize but the um you know several artists you can check out um and just like i said another really good performance on bts's part now, we're headed into October, so we have the Map of the Soul 1 concert coming up. Um, again, the tickets for the virtual are already on sale. Um, 4K is already sold out, so, you know, HD tickets, you know, I bought an HD ticket because I don't have a 4K TV. Um, so those are still available. But when this was originally um, announced... Uh, there was going to be a live component. They were going to do the concert, and this was going to be more of a video, a video on demand of the concert. You know, kind of like um, Wembley, except that they would have to do social distancing. Well, since then, there's been, um, as there has been in most places, um, a resurgence of COVID in Korea. So they have canceled the offline component. So there is no in-person concert, excuse me, no in-person concert for Map of the Soul 1. It will all be virtual. So that's coming up in October. Um, That'll be, you know, they're going to perform a lot of the stuff that they had um, worked up for the tour that got postponed. So definitely we'll want to watch that. But it's coming up in a couple weeks. On to the next story. BT Universe Story has been released. The video game is now out. It is officially out. Um, I've played played it just a little bit. Um, still not quite getting, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I the graphics are awesome. You know, you look at them and you know which you know which member it is. It's really really nice. And apparently there's a lot of different storylines that have been written up already that are in the game. Um <clears throat> Also, on Twitter and TikTok, there's people, there. You, there's a component where you can go in and write your own stories, and people are going in and they're doing all kinds of funny videos and posting them on Twitter and TikTok, and it is hilarious. Um, and I, I love watching those. I could watch those all day. But the game is officially out. Um, I believe to get all the storylines, you have to do an in-game purchase, which, if memory serves me correctly, is about $27. U.S. Um, also, there's um, different outfits, and, you know, when you do your story, you design you design the character. So you design the, the members and what they look like and any um, other people that you need for your storyline. And so uh, some of those people are... Some of those characters are only available if you buy an add-on. So I believe, um, no, I know, um, if you wanted to do an African-American woman character, you have to have a paid um, add-on. Hopefully they will change that. But currently right now, that's the way, the only way to get that character. So go check out the game. Um like I said, I'm I've just started playing it, so um, not really sure. I'm I'm looking at it because all I I just want BTS Universe information. 
I just want to know information from that storyline. Um, I'm sure I'll look at the the other user generated content, but right now that's all that's all I want to see is that. Um, but definitely check it out. I'll link to the official website of the game, and let me know what you think. You know if you know and. If you do your own storyline, please send it to me. I would like to. I'd like to look at those. So uh, definitely uh, let me know how you use the game. Our next story: Billboard Award nominations have been announced, and disappointing is probably the word I'd like to use. Um, more than the words that go through my head when I think about it. Um, BTS was nominated for Top Duo Group and uh, Top Social Artist, which is what they won last year. And they should be nominated for those. They should win those. Absolutely. Um, But, again, as is happening in a lot of the awards, the big awards, BTS is locked out of. Now, they say they base it on charts. I don't know what charts they base it on. I mean, if you base it on the album charts, BTS debuted number one with Map of the Soul 7. It's the number two uh, best-selling album in the United States uh, for the year so far. Um, I don't know what they have to do to get nominated for top artists. and you know, It just doesn't make sense. And then, not only that, the top tour, if you look at the numbers for top tour, there's five. The top five, BTS is like number two, number three. But in the nominations for top tour, they're not there. They literally skipped over BTS in the list and nominated the number six group or number six act, which was Metallica, and left BTS out, which is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard in my life. So, very disappointed. A lot of people are very disappointed in the nominations. Um, gonna have to think about if I'm gonna watch that whole show or just wait for YouTube videos afterwards. I'm not sure that I want to give them my viewership based on these two nominations. But of course, if BTS performs, I'll have to watch it because, you know, it's BTS. But disappointed. Glad for the two nominations they have. Disappointed in the ones that they did not get. And also, the voting for Top Social Artist has to be done in TikTok. So, I think they're... I'm not sure what Billboard was thinking when they decided TikTok. Because up until yesterday, um, Donald Trump was going to shut down TikTok. And the only reason it didn't get shut down is because a federal judge put on a, put a stay out um, to prevent it. So I don't know what they were thinking when they picked TikTok as the venue to do or the platform to do the voting. So, but congratulations to all the nominees of the Billboard Music Awards, even Metallica on the tour nomination, even though it should have been BTS. Okay. Uh, last story. Uh, Big Hit uh, has released something called Weverse Magazine. It's a virtual magazine. Um, two stories they've posted so far. The first one is BTS and ARMY, We Walk Together. BTS and ARMY's story during the pandemic. The other one is Why Dynamite is Phenomenal, Understanding Dynamite Through the Billboard Charts. So these are very, these are long-form articles. We're, we're, these are not small. Uh, they're very... Um, they're very, the graphics really nice. Um, definitely um, check these out. The one about BTS and Army. Um, we discussed microaggressions earlier. Um, I'm going to tell you, it was interesting to see. Big Hit called people out in this article by name as being xenophobic and um, biased uh, against BTS. So that was that was interesting to see them actually call people out by name. Uh, these are like I said, these articles are definitely long form. You should check them out. Um, there's, um, I believe, four more that they're going to post. They just haven't done it yet. Um, but you know, it's really interesting. We did not see this coming. This is something that just kind of came out of the blue, and um, they've definitely spent a lot of time writing and um, putting these together. So. 
I'll have links to both of these in the show notes. The show notes, again, btsthisweek.com. So, next week, um, the schedule got so confusing that I basically had to do a version that was in U.S. Eastern Time and a version in the Korean time zone. The, the times I'm going to talk about right now are going to be the Eastern U.S. Eastern Time Zone. If you need the Korean times, they will be in the show notes, but I'm not going to read them. Okay, so... Here we go. Next week, on Monday the 28th, Learn Korean with BTS episode 30 will be released. That'll be at 8 a.m. Eastern U.S. time. Also, on the 28th, BTS This Week uh, begins on Jimmy Fallon's show. It's day one. That'll be at 11.35 p.m. Eastern time. On Tuesday the 29th, we will get In the Soup BTS episode 6 Behind Cuts. That's the the uh, behind-the-scenes photos. And that's at 1 a.m. Eastern Time. And we will also get the behind-the-scenes video at 8 a.m. That evening at 11.35 p.m. will be day two of BTS Week on Jimmy Fallon. On Wednesday the 30th, uh, In the Soup Episode 7 will air on JTBC. That's at 10 a.m. Eastern U.S. time. Uh, I will say the Korean time for that one is 11 p.m. Korean Standard Time. Uh, And then, an hour later, it will be posted on Weverse, except the Weverse uh, version is an hour and a half rather than an hour. That'll be at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, 12 a.m. Korea time. Uh, On Also on the 30th is day three of BTS Week on Fallon. That is the day they will be the main guest. And then on Thursday the 1st, day four of the Fallon Show at 11.35 p.m. Eastern Time. And on Friday, the fifth day at 11.35 p.m. Eastern Time. So on to our last word. We've talked you know about several things that bts did this week the the undercurrent of all of this is that we uh we're all kind of trying to get through this pandemic together and to try to find something that can make this point in time um happy rather than concentrating on the negative and uh like I did last week, the, I'm going to do this again. The last word is not from me. It is a post by Nam June on Weverse. Um, so, sorry about my dog. So here it goes. It's hard to admit, but we can't solve every kinds of problems. Sometimes it just feels too much to bear myself. But when things are too tough, I think of the faces who I love and who love me like you. Stuff. He didn't say stuff. Truly happens, and it might not change, but it's okay to fail and tumble. I hope we can stay strong and fly together whatever's underneath the ground. So, definitely, we're all trying to get through this period of time, and it will, one day, get better. Where you can find BTS this week? You can subscribe for free at Spotify, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, Radio Public, and Ghana. Uh, The website is btsthisweek.com. That's where you'll find the show notes for this episode and every other episode. This is officially episode 90, by the way. Also, BTS This Week has a Twitter, handles BTS This Week, and Instagram, BTS This Week. Also, there is a Facebook page, for the podcast, uh, if you go to the show notes at btsthisweek.com, uh, you will find the link to that page. Uh, I will often post headlines there. Um, I don't discuss them like they do in the po- I do in the podcast, but I do post the stories so that you kind of get a heads up about what what may be coming in the podcast at the end of the week. If you want to talk to me in, uh, personally, uh, I am on Twitter, BTS Mama Bear. And um, you could also go to the BTS This Week website and go to the Contact Us page. There's a form there that you can fill out that will send me an email. And then finally, I also have a YouTube channel, uh, BTS Mama Bear, where I post uh, mostly unboxing videos. So check that out. But I hope you have a good week. I mean, I know this... This has been a busy week. We get a lot of content for BTS, and that that helps us get through this time. I know that a lot of people 
you know, are struggling. And hopefully, again, this has got to get better soon. Um, but um, I purple you. You're awesome. You are needed. You are valuable. And anyone who tells you any different doesn't know what they're talking about. That includes people who say they're journalists. Also, you know, stay home if you can't, if you don't have to be anywhere. Um, if you have to go out, wear a mask, wash your hands, hand sanitizer, keep your hands away from your face. I want you to be healthy and safe. And I want to see you again and not have you sick. So take care of yourself. Um, but again, I purple you, and I'll talk to you in seven days. <laughs>